a lot of online entrepreneurs nowadays are talking about how they run a six-figure business working part-time hours or I should say they're telling you that that is what they're doing and I love that I think that it shows more women what is possible for them with an online business and I'm the same if you've been listening to this podcast for many years or following me for years you'll know that I built a six-figure online business working three days a week and traveling the world. So building an abundant income online without your business taking over your entire life is 100% possible. But what I don't see anyone talking about is the systems that it takes for you to make a great living online and do that working part-time hours. It's hard working 80 hour weeks, hustling 24 seven, putting your business before your life. But it's also hard running a five to 10K a month online business, working three days a week, having to stick to systems, structures and routines, having to radically prioritize. It's a different kind of hard, but it is still hard. Self-discipline is hard until it becomes a habit. So today, I want us to have that conversation about what it takes to run a successful online business working part-time, the discipline it takes and the systems, structures and routines. Here's a hard pill to swallow. Yes, you can run a business with no systems, structures, schedules and still make five to 10K a month, but you cannot sustain that income when you try cutting down to part-time hours without having systems in place. So the solopreneurs listening right now, I know there are some of you, the solopreneurs listening who tell themselves they are not an organized person. They like to just go with their creative flow. They are more of a spontaneous creator. You can get away with that if you work a lot of hours, you have more time to waste, but the less hours you work, the more disciplined you need to be with your time management. And that's something a lot of business owners find difficult. I'm not saying that you have to be super strict and rigid and plan out every single hour of your day, but you do need some kind of systems structures and routines. I always liken this whenever I'm talking about this topic to my clients or discussing it on Instagram. I liken it to a river and we picture the water in the river as your creative flow and the riverbed itself as your structure and systems. Without the water, the riverbed just dries up, but without the riverbed, The water lacks direction. It just flows anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't really go somewhere. It doesn't go to a a destination. So fortunately, being a bit more self-disciplined, sticking to structures and systems, it's something that you can get better at with time and practice, like anything. And I can say that confidently because although I come across, I think, as someone who is very organized, naturally, it takes a bit of effort for me to be that way. It takes effort for me to stick to systems, for me to stick to schedules. It doesn't come naturally to me, especially when I am feeling really stressed out 
in a certain season in my life, if there are personal life things going on, for instance, then I am going to struggle to stick with my structures and systems. But I see how much my business succeeds both financially and in creative fulfillment when I do have systems and structures in place. And so that is proof enough to me why they are worth the discipline and the effort it requires to stick to them. I'm never gonna stick to them perfectly and neither are you, but that isn't the point. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have them at all. So there are three categories of systems that you'll need if you want to work less and earn more. They are number one, your client operations, two, your business plans, and three, your time management. And I'm going to walk you through all of these systems in this episode. There's gonna be no gatekeeping. I'm just gonna give it to you. So first of all, client operations. Now there are a few different processes and systems that make up client ops, and I'm gonna walk you through what each of those are. There are four of them. The first is creating a repeatable process for each of your packages or services. The key here is to document your processes meticulously in a project management tool like Asana, which is free, or Dubsado, which isn't free, but is amazing. I use that in my own business with my clients. I can't recommend it enough. And I do actually have a discounted affiliate link in the description below, which will give you 25% off your first month or year. So go and check that out if you are interested in that. But documenting your process in something like Asana or Dubsado frees up your mental space so that you have more space in your brain for creative tasks when it comes to working with your clients. The next system is your client onboarding process. First impressions truly do matter and a smooth onboarding experience honestly sets the tone for a successful client relationship. But not just that, it makes you look like the pro that I know you are. Plus, again, it frees up mental space. I actually, I wasn't actually gonna share this, but I was gonna share it in a different podcast episode, but I'm just gonna share it now. I actually experimented about a month ago and I decided I would not use Dubsado for onboarding my next client and I would just see how much time it took me to manually onboard a client. And I lost about five to 10 hours that week, somewhere in the middle, because I was faffing around trying to manually create and send invoices and contracts, write and send the client all the info they needed, manage the emails that were across multiple threads, set my client up. It was just, it was so time wasting and I couldn't believe how much of a difference it makes when I am organized, when I'm using a tool, whether it's a free tool like Asana or a paid tool like Dubsado. I couldn't believe the time it saved me, the hours per week. And bear in mind, I work about 20 hours a week. So five to 10 of those hours wasted on client onboarding was not a good use of my time. 
it just, yeah, it completely blew my mind. And I couldn't believe how much time being organized and using a tool like this saves me and how much mental energy it saved me as well. The next system in the client ops batch of systems is your client offboarding process. Because wrapping up a project gracefully not only leaves your clients feeling satisfied, but it opens the door for future collaborations. And having a process, again, it saves you the mental energy of trying to figure out how to offboard the client, remember what to send them or what to even say. Then lastly, you would need canned emails to use in common client situations. This simple step can save you hours by avoiding repetitive typing. I have lots of email templates in my course, Organize and Automate, but the ones my students use the most are the autoresponder template to establish boundaries with clients, boundaries like work hours, and the onboarding email templates. But there are also canned email scripts in my course that I wrote for common difficult client conversations and situations, such as when a client is late paying you, right? These are all situations that I'm sure many of us have encountered in our businesses. And when they come up, it can take a lot of mental energy and time to figure out the exact right words to say to this person, to get them to do the thing that they said that they would do, whether that is pay you on time or send you the files that you need so you can start their project or book their call with you, whatever it may be. Sometimes drafting emails just takes up way more energy than you even realize. And so that's the power of canned emails because when you have them, you no longer have to waste time and energy thinking of what to say either throughout your processes or in difficult client scenarios. And if you're looking to dive even deeper into these concepts, I will leave the link to my course, Organize and Automate, in the description below. The next two types of systems are things that I will help you set up during my upcoming group coaching program, The Simple Business Builder. And if you wanna join the waitlist for that program, I'll drop the link below in the show notes as well. First system is your business plans. So here you'll need to first create an income plan. This plan should outline your revenue goals and the number of clients you need, the pricing you need to be able to reach your goals. Then your marketing funnel. This is what I like to think of as a roadmap for attracting new leads, building a relationship with them and converting them into clients. You might have heard me talk about marketing funnels here on the podcast before, but the way that I teach funnels is to picture a funnel, which is an upside down triangle and split it into four sections. The widest section at the top is where cold leads, AKA strangers on the internet who have only just encountered your business and brand, enter the funnel. So the first section out of all the four, this is the widest section at the top of the funnel. This is your traffic generator. The next section down, which gets a little bit narrower, that is your relationship builder. 
the third section is your conversion machine and the fourth and smallest section of the funnel is your services. So you need to have a marketing funnel in place that outlines specifically what your traffic generator is, what your relationship builder is, what your conversion machine is, and then what each of your offers are. And I promise you, if you actually create this for yourself and put it up somewhere in your workspace, your office, where you can see this marketing funnel, I promise you it will bring you so much more clarity around your marketing and what you need to do to turn strangers on the internet into true fans who become your paying clients. Hey everyone, just interrupting this podcast episode to let you know that I have a group coaching program launching in October called The Simple Business Builder, which is designed to help online service providers like you learn how to scale your business to consistent five or 10K months working just three days a week. If you would be interested, then head on over to the waitlist and sign up to show your interest and you will be the first to receive more information when it is available. You'll be the first to receive information on what is included, the investment, and so much more. Plus, everyone on the waitlist will also receive a cheeky discount. So go to the link below in the description, join the waitlist, and hopefully I'll see you in the program. Then you need to create a one-year plan Whenever I create one-year plans, they outline my offers and launches, as well as any well-deserved time off throughout the year, just so that I know not to schedule any kind of launch or something like that around that time. And then you need a 90-day plan. This is your short-term strategy, helping you stay focused and on track so you know exactly what you need to do over the next three months, the next 90 days to achieve your income goal and to implement the one-year plan and the marketing funnel that you made. Now moving on to the third and final system, which was time management. And there are five things in this time management system. And honestly, this is This is the area I think a lot of solopreneurs will struggle with the most, but just remember that this is a marathon and not a sprint. You don't have to rush into perfectly managing your time straight away. And you shouldn't expect that of yourself either. This is something that is practiced over time. So the more and more you try and practice managing your time effectively, the better you become. Number one in time management is eliminating, outsourcing and and automating anything that is draining your precious time. So remember, your time is your most valuable asset. The average person, I think they, I think it's said that the average person spends two and a half hours a day on social media. I'm not saying that you need to cut your phone or social media out of your life or anything that drastic, but if you could spend one less hour on Instagram or TikTok, you could give that hour to needle moving activities in your business. 
Next, set up a three-day work week schedule and daily work hours. This structure will really help you maintain a healthy work-life balance. I know that it might be, I don't know, it might feel icky to some of you to establish work days and sometimes work hours because it might make you feel like, well, this isn't the freedom that I want. I left the nine to five world because I didn't want that rigidity. And if that is you, that's okay. If you don't want to have strict work hours, I'm not telling you that you have to. Everything that I say on this podcast, in my programs and courses, you can take what is helpful to you and leave the rest. But personally, I find that if I'm working three days a week, which is what I do, it's helpful to me if at least sometimes I try to have working hours. So a time of the day that I know I need to start work and a time of the day that I am ending. Because if not, I can find myself sitting in front of the TV I'm saying this because this is totally what I did yesterday. I'm guilty of doing this yesterday. (laughs) I can find myself getting up, sitting in front of the TV and watching last night's episode of Married at First Sight or, which I love by the way, (laughs) it's like, oh, I just love trashy dating TVs. They are dating TVs, dating shows. They are so good. Um, yeah, or I could find myself getting lost in a book. I recently read, well, earlier this year, I read the Akatar series, um, A Court of Thorns and Roses series. And yeah, I was just obsessed. I would read it anytime that I could. I loved that book series so much. And, you know, if I don't have working hours where I'm finishing up work, um, then I can find myself working into the evenings and that could really be time where I rest or spend time with my partner so I'm not super strict with my working hours I try to say to myself start work between 10 and 11 finish work between 5 and 6 that way it just loosens up some of the rigidity that my brain might talk me into thinking that this kind of scheduling has. I say my brain talk me into because I I believe honestly that sometimes our brain just tries to perceive things in unhelpful ways so that we don't have to change anything and so that we can just stay in our comfort zone and stick with the familiar. I think it's funny how our minds will try and tell us awful things about being organised and having systems and what that means for us and how that's not natural just because we want to stay with what is familiar but if what is familiar isn't serving you then it might be wise to change things up and if it is serving you of course just try and stick with what works okay next up is having themed days for example designate a Friday for marketing tasks and reserve Wednesdays and Thursdays for client work. This ensures that you stay in the zone for maximum efficiency. 
And it helps you feel less overwhelmed because you never have to get up and not know what you're doing that day. A lot of overwhelm stems from simply having to make too many small decisions and the small decisions pile up into decision fatigue. Next, implement monthly or weekly batch days. So it doesn't matter if it's monthly, weekly, bi-weekly, whatever it, whatever works for you. Designate specific days for recurring tasks like content creation. So for instance, the first Monday of every month. This approach just really helps you to stay ahead of your content game. And finally, my final point would be to try time blocking. And that means allocating dedicated time slots for various tasks throughout your day to make sure that you are getting important things done. You don't have to go crazy and time block your whole day, unless you find that useful, of course, but it can be helpful to time block portions of the day so that you definitely get things done, things that need to be done on a daily basis. And over time, as you practice sticking to the time blocks, you'll slowly develop the self-discipline to work this way. So for instance, you might wanna time block certain portions of the day for tasks like replying to emails or talking to your subcontractors. So there you have it. That is the three categories of systems that will empower you to work less and earn more in your online business. Remember, it isn't about working harder, it's about working smarter. And with the right systems in place, you can achieve the freedom and the success that you desire. You can have financial freedom and time freedom. Just like going on a weight loss journey though, for instance, because I'm sure that's something most of us have at least got some experience with, Just like going on a weight loss journey, it's crucial not to set unrealistic expectations for immediate success when it comes down to time management. Managing your time effectively is a skill that, much like losing weight, usually takes time and persistence. It's perfectly normal to stumble along the way, to try out various techniques, and to sometimes face setbacks. The key is to view these moments as opportunities for learning and growth, not as failures. Because just like the weight loss journey, where you might slip up on your diet or skip a workout or go to McDonald's when you told yourself you were gonna have a salad for lunch, it doesn't mean that you are off course entirely. It's a process and small consistent changes over time are what lead to significant improvements. And that's the same in in time management skills. Ultimately, the slow, consistent changes lead to improvements in your time management skills and ultimately your overall productivity and work-life balance. So be patient, be kind to yourself as you navigate this journey towards mastering your time more effectively. And if you enjoyed this episode, as I'm sure you expected me to say, Don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because that really helps me out. It helps me get this podcast in front of more people who might find it helpful. And like I mentioned earlier, 
I have a group coaching program called The Simple Business Builder that is coming up soon. And I'm gonna be teaching a small group of entrepreneurs how to build a five to 10K a month online business working three days a week. So we're going to be implementing some of the things that I've discussed and walked you through in this episode, as well as how to actually build the foundations and the marketing of your business in a sustainable and authentic way so that you can have those five to 10K months while working part-time and not overwhelming yourself. So if you're interested, I'll leave the link below in the show notes so that you can sign up to the waitlist. Everyone on the waitlist will be the first people to have the chance to join the program and they will also get a cheeky discount as well. So I hope to see you on that waitlist. But for now, I will speak to you in the next podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.